passenger? Passenger. Back seat? Middle no. seat? Back middle? Nope. Passenger. Uh, Wearing your seatbelt? No, I'm in the back middle seat. That's true. You're in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And back with us again, we have... Cocktail Pete. Cocktail Pete is back, back in the house. Yeah. Only this time, Pete is on the road instead of us. Yeah. I am. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review, everybody. We have lined up. <laughs> Some crazy ass shit. We are so nervous right now. <laughs> yeah, this... We I'm are, excited. We are taking <clears throat> theme podcasts to a whole new level. And yeah, we took our New Year's resolution like right out the gate. <laughs> We're like, we want to do some theme podcasts. Let's do one every week. <laughs> nice. Or not. <laughs> so this week we are doing, I don't want to say beer cocktails because beer cocktails is more we're what Pete doing, does. We're doing Boilermakers. I had never heard this term before you used it today. So could you explain it? Uh, a Boilermaker is just a shot in a beer. Uh, it was a phrase coined back in the 1920s, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it's, if you go into a bar and you order a shot and a beer chaser, that's what a Boilermaker is. Uh, we're taking it a little bit further, though, because we think that some of these uh, liquors can actually quite enhance the flavor of the beer. Or we hope. Or we hope. Dear I, Lord, I know for hope. a fact that two of them can. Our first one is a little bit of a, a self-experiment. Wait. <clears throat> wow, that sounds... Sounds like a lonely evening right so, there. There's nothing wrong with experimenting well, by yourself. No, that's true. There's nothing wrong that's with that. That's how we learn things that yeah. we can then take to friends. So what yeah. we're... That's nice. I, I guess yeah. I'm just surprised because we're starting with the one we're the most nervous about. This is true. Uh, well, I'm starting with it because, A, it makes the most sense chronologically for the beers. Uh, also, if it's truly awful, we don't want to finish on that taste. <laughs> that's true. All right, so... So we're going to start... With a, a basically a traditional boiler maker, which is a shot in a beer. So we were looking for something that would be pretty generic to that. Uh, we're going with Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. And we're going to throw a shot of uh, bullet bourbon in there. I'm real excited for the bourbon. I'm sure you My are My stomach is flip-flopping <laughs> right now. I am so nervous. Like, I, I will admit it sounds a little We're not going to drink three beers and three shots, are we? Uh, we'll be close. Okay. I just... You know. Oi. I, I mean, just, we just ate a big dinner. We're ready we for this, in theory. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, it's basically, if you think of, like, car bombs, or if you want to call them whatever, they're more politically Do people correct. actually go to the bar and order, like, beer in a shop um, things? Like, yeah. is that something that's very common? There's a bunch of bars in New York that do, like, $6 beer in a spot. Be a beer in a spot. Beer in a, a spot. Shot, beer in a shot special. Uh, maybe you want to things like that. go a little light on the shot in Pete's glass. Cause Bob and Barbro's, which no, is a Philly find. staple, they do, um, it's like a $5 PBR special, I think, where you get a shot of... Of, like, whiskey It's basically and this, yeah. yeah. So... And there's a reason we don't hang out at Bob and Barbara's. There is. Yes, there well. sure is. Uh, so we're probably going to go half shots on these because, because they're we can half do beers. The right here. That's why we don't hang out at Bob and That's true. Pete, I heard this amazing story about you uh, checking in on Untapped. Yes, I did. You recently I traveled to Philly. Checked, I, yeah, I came down to Philly uh, for work, and I went out to... Work takes us some great places, Ian's doesn't it? Ian's favorite spot, Tria, and I checked into Untapped. And I never put where I am in Untapped, but because I was, you know, in Ian's favorite spot, I was like, you know what, I'm going to check in and write a little letter to Ian in my comments and be like, ah, ha, ha, I'm in Ian's spot and I'm drinking good beer. And, um, yeah, they were like, good job, you went out for the first time. Like, <laughs> you like made you're, it out you're, of your home. You're not home drinking alone, sad and depressed. Good good for you. Untapped gave me a little badge for that. You got nice. a little gold star from yeah, Untapped for yeah, being a you social really did drinker. Though. It was called Night Out. What was it actually for? Is it for like... It's for like having a night out. It was, it was the first time that I ever oh, like declared literally. a location. Okay. Yes. Obviously, That's Untapped doesn't know delightful. you as well as we do. <laughs> That's true. I was, I've been out. Okay. Well, let's drink this beer. Are we just going to sort of like hold our nose and try it? or? No, I think we should just fully embrace the flavor. You know what? It doesn't flavor. smell rancid. It smells like... It smells like bullet bourbon. <laughs> yeah, it smells like bourbon. With a little hops and thrown hops. in. I find... Okay, so Sierra Nevada is a... Uh, a beer that I've always thought is very hoppy. Yes. And For a pale is, ale, it's yep, extraordinarily hoppy. It's basically an IPA. 
But um, this is muting the hops. It really in does. In my opinion. And it's it's softening them, making them smooth. <clears throat> it, all the edges of the hoppiness it that you really get does with the really does taste It's pale like ale. you got a little bit of that like bourbon barrel. So I did mm-hmm. a little research before we, we chose to do this podcast. Um, basically just for this third <laughs> it's beer. It's the first time he ever did research <laughs> before a podcast. That's usually my uh, It was just for this third beer. And somebody had this ludicrous idea of being like, hey, I know we age a lot of things in bourbon barrels. Has anyone just thrown bourbon into a beer? Does that make it taste better, different? Is that crazy? Uh, and I thought, right. that sounds great. Let's do it. Because <laughs> the man loves bourbon. I do love bourbon. I love bourbon, too. This is not, t- it doesn't really taste like a beer to me. I'm um, not upset by it. But it, any no, stretch not nearly as, as much as you thought you would be. For yeah. as much I as I was, I was nervous really about upset. sipping on this, it's actually a little, a little warm, comforting kind of flavor to it. So, yeah, it really tamps down that crazy... Overwhelming hop flavor. I do have a very special place in my heart for bullets. So well, this is also the 10-year-old be... bourbon, so it's oh, a nice aged true. bullet. Yeah. Because, um, of course, when you're going to do a, a mixed drink, you don't do it with... Well, yeah. I don't do anything half-assed. Well, I do a lot of things half-assed, but I don't <laughs> drink half-assed. That's right. You're here. You're <laughs> here. I like how you corrected yourself yeah. on that. <laughs> Almost immediately. <laughs> I know exactly how many I mean, I would I sit and drink that. I would do this again. Yeah. Very easily take a pale ale and put a shot of bourbon in there and just. In fact, it. I think we should the next time we go to a bar just to freak everybody out. I think it's a great idea. I, I'm glad we went with Sierra Nevada because it definitely took us a while to decide which beer was readily available enough that you know our general listenership. We didn't want to get something super rare and then you know add stuff to it. You know, so for anybody that that likes the flavors of bourbon as far as like the sweetness and and like the the roundedness of it like the warmth of bourbon could really but but are but are into pale ales i recommend this this is a great you couldn't do that in a lager you know because you don't age lager in bourbon barrels or whatever but it works for the it works for the ale and the other thing is some people don't like some of the heavier beers like imperial stouts and porters and things so i kind of i kind of wanted to do it in a stout but we're doing guinness later so we thought maybe one stout would be enough Right, yeah. So if you're hung up on like lighter beers, this is a nice way to round out your lighter beer for the, for a colder night and have something that's got a little more weight to it and and feels a little more like a a, a wintry brew. Yeah, it adds that nice sweet kind of caramel. I hate to say it, Ian, but good job. Yeah, cheers to Ian. Good hey. job. Aww. To the professor. Oh, guys, that's nice. I feel now it just means that the stakes are higher, and now we have expectations. Yeah, but I'm already pretty sure about the next two. So. Okay. All right. Well. What have you see. been up to, Pete, <laughs> since we saw you last? Oh, you know, slinging drinks. Um. Traveling the world. Traveling the world. Or the country. You were in Colorado recently. I was in How Colorado. Was Colorado's a magical place. <laughs> like it just really is. You just lit up when you said that. It was it, great. It's it's amazing. I mean, you're you're a mile above sea level. So like I landed and the day one, like I'm pooping five times a day. Like, wow. You poop five hey. times a day. There's 300 plus days of sunshine per year and weed is legal. It's, it's what like, more could you need? It's, it's, the, so it's the closest magical. thing to heaven you can get really. It's like Disney and World just, above <laughs> Kingdom. Yeah. Of and there's breweries everywhere. There are and, so many breweries. And Great you, Divide, Avery. Yep. Boulder. Uh... Breckenridge? No. Breckenridge is there? Absolutely yeah. it is. Um, so you went to Avery too, right? I did go so to Avery. So now the two of you have been did to Avery. you get like the big tasting board? I did. And uh, Avery was probably one of my favorite stops. Did they spank you with it stops. when you're done? That would be great. Nope. They if didn't they did, spank me. It. But their uh, Mephistopheles yeah. stout is like 15% and they serve it in a tiny little goblet. And it's like $8, and you're like, why am I doing this? And then you taste it, and you're like, that's why this I'm is doing why. it. Because I'd pay $8 to just taste it once. To dip my so that I could <laughs> So that I could say my palate felt those flavors. <laughs> it's so Did they have any good. of the... Blasted uh, good. <laughs> it's so good. Did they have any of the, um, the hot pepper ones on? Because when I no. was there, they had two different pepper ales on, probably. No, um, they didn't have any of the pepper ales. so good. Like Chipotle or like habanero? Little, uh, they were both different. I green chili, exactly maybe? They were. No. Because green chili is the big thing out there. It was more like a habanero, I think, was one of them, actually. Um, and they were just, they were magnificent. I'm going to yeah. derail it but for a second I'll, and just say, as I put my nose down on my glass, as it's sort of commingling a little bit more, it ooh. actually tastes, or it tastes, it smells a bit like a cigar down there. There's a little ashiness to it. And am I overthinking this? 
Maybe it's because I think of bourbon and like cigars. A lit cigar or an unlit cigar? That's allow, a really tough allow question. Allow Ian to open his humidor. <laughs> right? Now I'm going to have to sniff a cigar next to this beer and tell you, but I was... It's a pretty yeah. crappy old cigar. I actually love sniffing cigars. <clears throat> I have some really random hobbies. I think these things just go well together. That could be. Maybe my mind is associating yeah, them. Wait till you do the test. The test. <laughs> the test. Let me... Let me sniff this. I'll be right back with you. But um, but um, but um, Denver Brewing Company is there. Um, also, Rhino Brewing. Oh, Are you yes. familiar? Yeah. Well, Lost, I might be no. confusing that with Blue Lost Rhino. Rhino or Lost Rhino. Blue Lost Rhino, Rhino, no, Blue is, Rhino is like the petrol no, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> how many a, how many rhinos brew beer in the world? It, River North. That's okay. That's the River the Horse. Name, the Rick name. The River Horse is New Jersey. River yeah. North is. This, up, this other one, but yeah, I hit I hit like seven or eight breweries while I was out there, with a full forty-hour week work schedule. I was, I was pretty pleased <laughs> with myself. Did you drive to Better all of these I breweries? I did not, madam. Uh, my next question was, did you drive home? But did I guess if you didn't drive there, <laughs> if you did drive home, then we're in trouble because that meant you stole the car along the way. That's even yeah, worse. Well, <laughs> you know, this is what happens when they make games like Grand Theft Auto. They shouldn't do that. Kids yeah. get the wrong idea. They just get drunk and steal cars. They get, they get the, yeah, they get drunk and then they start punching people out and dragging them out of their cars. And people in Colorado are so nice that you drag them out of their car and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you must have, we have something you to do. Like, to go, go ahead. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, there's candy in the glove compartment. Like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> also, did you find that everyone was not actually driving? They were all biking everywhere, so it didn't matter? People were biking, yeah. There was like, a lot of... I saw of... people biking up mountains that must have been like... I, I couldn't... Uh. You don't usually seem to care... That you're out of shape. Well, that's while the thing you about Colorado, Colorado. Is everybody puts you to shame there without totally. even trying. Totally. And like you could be, you could be in shape and go there and just be like, I'm a fat ass. Everybody here is yep. so much like, so much better than I am at everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, but, good thing you're such a good beer drinker and mixologist. But I'm not even that good there. <laughs> I just get drunk really fast. Crazy thing. I'm thin like, air. I'm a weak link. Yeah, you ha- you have to be careful. You, you've been weeded out the of the strong. population of Colorado. <laughs> you're not welcome here. They sent you back to Philly here. for practice. It's beautiful, though. You go to Boulder Brewing Company, and then literally right next to the tasting room is a mountain that you can just go and climb. There you go. Take your beer Maybe up you there. you should climb the mountain first. Though. Yeah, I don't think that I've ever well, gotten drunk and then wanted to do physical Mostly activity. I want to sit when I'm drunk. <laughs> sure. We just watched a Exhibit little drunk a. history. <laughs> you see yeah, that they it's just, just like ah, uh, just gonna lay down. They start sitting up respectably, and before long, they pretty right? much all start sitting up, and then they're just like, I'm just gonna lay down. <laughs> just, just gonna lay down. I wonder if they have medical staff like on hand. They probably must at this point, at least. Yeah, I'm sure the first couple they did not. <laughs> it's really interesting, but I feel so guilty. There's just certain times where I feel bad for seeing humanity in certain ways and really yeah i mean we put ourselves in that way it's okay those people all wanted to be there i guess they had to basically audition for it that's i yeah i've heard that i don't know all right what's up next professor i'm gonna all catch right. up while you do that so up next we have the double gin co which is something i learned about which, Pete loves gin. Is this true? I love gin. Pete does love gin. I especially gin. love blue coat gin. And I'll tell you something. For all of the, you know, I lived in Philadelphia for four years and then I moved. And f- of all the Crazy. things that I miss in Philadelphia, short of my friends here, aww, is <laughs> blue coat gin. Like, it's, it's seriously like, like... Also, I miss my friends. All, mostly all friends, I miss blue coat. All the friends I made is number one and blue coat gin is number two. Is one A. Because, yeah, right. For real. Not even number two. Uh, just because it's so good. Well, what good are friends without drinking? And what good is drinking without friends? Well played, sir. Philosophy it's just spewing just in my direction so right now. So well, I've been good. drinking. So can ah, you not man. get blue coat in New York? It's Why? not that you can't not it's not that you can't get it. It's just that it's not readily available like it is here. Like because the PA liquor stores are all standardized in a sense because they're all ran by the state. You go into any liquor store in PA, you're going to find gonna a bottle. You're going to find a bottle of blue coat. But you go to liquor stores in like North Jersey and New York, and it's a bit of a dice roll. You might find blue yeah, coat. Yeah, you may find Depends blue coat. Depends on if you they may choose not. to if sell that a guy likes it. And then you may find blue coat for the price it should be, which in my opinion is about 27 bucks. 
And you might find Blue Coat for like $32 because they're like, we, this is fancy. It's imported it, stuff. We sent, we got it sent to us from Pennsylvania. Like, <laughs> so far away, here. Pennsylvania. We had the Quakers bring it up in their carriages. <laughs> so I'm just going to drink slowly because here's the truth. I do not like double Simcoe. Well, so, that doesn't mean that you're not about to drink one. So drink as slow as you'd like. Get it together. It's still happening. Yeah. No, really, it smells like a cigar in my glass, and this pleases me. That's Maybe cool. Maybe I should just keep the glass and, you know, sniff it after. Let's go tomato. Or, you know, if you really want to bow out on this, I can, we'll pour three, and you can have a sip of somebody's, if they're willing to let you. You will not let me bow. Yeah, if you want to bow out Don't of your be a podcast, beer mistress. Yeah. That's, uh, that's cool. Well... He's rinsing me. We're really classing it up today. Oh, that was not classy. <laughs> um, so, you so this told one this I mentioned story. in a, a previous podcast, just like two weeks ago, I guess. Um, I met some Weyerbacher beer reps at a bar, and they were doing this, and I thought that's crazy. They were and men. I, I would like to point out that Ian met. I met men at a, guys bar. At a bar. Is that weird? I don't know. It is for you. <clears throat> if you pick them up, character. That's weird. I got their numbers. That's picking them up. He gave me their cards when he got back, though. He's like, oh, this is weird. It's tainting my odds. <laughs> Get this out of my collection. So anyhow, they were doing this. I thought, that's crazy. We're going to do it here. Uh, gin is beautiful. It's wonderful. It's got some great flavors in it, and it really brought out... And again, like it did with the pale ale, I think, it really changed the flavor, but it kind of enhanced all the flavors. So, so this well, is affectionately dubbed by them a double gin co. And truly, uh, what I do not like about Double Simcoe is the Simcoe hop. I right, just prefer... which is still there. Right. But it makes sense. But I you under... do like gin. I do like gin. I love gin. It's so Christmassy. It, just, it makes me think of Christmas Gin is so happy, and there's so many different drinks bright. you can do with it. Like, And it, it alters the flavor so much. Like, tasting a gin fizz and then going and tasting an aviation are two totally different worlds. And... It, the base is still aviation gin? two ounces of gin. Yeah, aviation gin's good. Is it good? Yeah. I saw a bottle of it today, and I thought, ah, it looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good. bottle, so. The, thing, really. the other thing about gin, though, is, is gin is very selective. Mm -hmm. Like, a gin that you're like, this is my favorite gin, is not going to be the same for other people. Some people say, oh, I really love Beef Eater. I'm like, you like Beef Eater because you like that it's, like, got that juniper, that strong, right. forward juniper punch. It's very dry finish. It's, it's crisp it's and hearty. Gin. Yes. Whereas I like the blue coat because it's more subtle. So it's got a little it's, citrus kind of fruit yep, notes yep, to it. There's, yeah, there's a lot more. Um, Did you tell Pete easy. about the whiskey you recently got? Oh, uh -uh. no. Are you holding whiskey from me? He's not opened it yet. I'm holding it from everybody. It's true. What? My New Year's resolution was to invest in four excellent bottles. At least like, four. The attainable yeah. goal was four, but yeah. Like $100 bottles or more. Okay. Like really excellent, truly rare astounding. I'm still listening um, and I, I honestly don't know the cost of this the price isn't really the issue it's more of the the availability and the quality I just wanted to invest in really excellent bottles like if I could get a, a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve that would be awesome I would love oh to throw that in the collection <laughs> yeah that's not what I have uh, I did get a bottle that was gifted to me from Shannon and Jason very kindly for my birthday of uh, Rogue like Rogue Brewery they made a whiskey which is basically a bourbon, really. Uh, and then they put it in barrels and then put them in the ocean and aged them in ocean water. What? So, <laughs> yeah, I'll show you the bottle after the podcast. It it's is crazy. It's so pretty. Because uh, I have rogue whiskey, but it's not aged in ocean water. Okay. It's cloudy, and, and I'm like, oh, it just made me think of a shipwreck. It was great. Jason, amazing. Jason went shopping on his own for Ian, and it's the first time he didn't buy Ian a video game. It was a really well, big day. Video game. Over Next. Christmas break, one of my friend's fathers uh, had a bottle of Peppy Van Winkle. I have and, only like, heard you guys you know talk which, about um, it. I've never had it. Was it the family? Yes. Okay. And he took it out of this like cabinet that I had never seen in their home before, even though I've been the there numerous times. To you? And I said, "Is that what I think it is?" And he's like, "Yeah," because you know I was talking about drinks as per usual. And he got excited and took out this bottle. You know anything about this? And I'm like, do I know? <laughs> you shut your mouth. So we like, we we 
crack that bottle open. That, that nothing says the holidays like a little family drinking. I'll tell you what, if if something was going to make me believe in Santa Claus, it was that bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Are you saying you don't believe in Santa Claus? I'm saying that I now do believe in Santa Claus again. Nice. Yeah. Again. So why is it so good? Can I just, because I've never had it. it it's just is... one of like the smoothest, best tasting yes. things that's ever been in my mouth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and there's yeah. a lot and of things saying a lot. That's saying a lot. Okay. And they've all been smooth wow. and delicious. That's um, Professor's really, seal of approval right it, there. It really is. There's there's barely any bite to it, but there's still so much robust flavor of. It still tastes stuff like that a bourbon. bourbon. You know, yeah, it that is you bourbon. Enjoy about bourbon, like the, <clears throat> like a little bit of that caramel and um, just those those notes that come out. You're like, oh, so good. Yeah. Well, I look forward to trying it someday. Me if I too. keep hanging out with you, my two. biggest issue is that <clears throat> everywhere I go, like there's places I know that have it, and I can go get it, but I don't want to spend you know forty five dollars for two ounces of it or an ounce of it even. Ooh. I would rather spend three hundred dollars and buy a bottle of it and own it. Yeah, for real. But it's hard to find a bottle of it. This double ginco is uh, very forward. <laughs> I added a little more gin. Well, it's no, that, that's I'm fine with the gin. I'm just saying it's. It's saying hello to you. Yeah. So basically, uh, the first time... It's already time, got your number. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like beating around the bush here. The first <laughs> one I had, I just had a sip of it actually, but um, one of the bartenders I knew, he was pouring, so he poured four ounces of gin into the bottom and then poured a 12-ounce bottle on top of it, so it perfectly filled a 16-ounce pint glass. Uh, so the gin was very predominant. So my first sip of this, I thought, eh... It's good. It's not what I remember. So I did throw a little bit more gin in everybody's glass just now. It's uh, what I like about it is that it takes that bitter edge off the Simcoe. You know, you're getting sort of the spiciness of the gin, and then the Simcoe blends into that instead of it being so abrasive. See, and I agree with that. I feel like the um, the juniper and the gin is almost replacing the Simcoe in this right. flavor in this flavor palette. It just pops well, in. Well, Simcoe, says, Simcoe does have a lot of that piney sure, flavor absolutely. to it. But I, I do feel like the gin is the predominant pine flavor instead of the Simcoe. But you still have that. It's, it's still definitely a beer is, that you're drinking. Yeah. Is the double Simcoe a double IPA <clears throat> made with Simcoe hops? Did I just oversimplify that? Yes. Yes, that's what it is? It is a double IPA. And it's a and it big beer, so the ABV is 9%. around... 9%. Okay. This will put you on your butt. I am thankfully sitting because, as Ian says, we're drinking. Where else would we be? Yeah, this will definitely put you on your also, butt. Also, it's really hard to do the microphone thing and dance all about. It's loud, mostly. Right. It's quite tasty, though. Right? I mean, So the gin lover in the room is loving I, the gin co? Loving the gin? I would take a six of double Simcoe right now just so that I could go home and make double gin co's. And it's not really a cocktail, but it's no, a it's really not. enhanced right. well, that's beer the thing, flavor. Is, is last... Last time when we were with you, you made us a really awesome pumpkin beer yes, cocktail. Yes, that's correct. And that was great. Uh, this but it was, was truly a cocktail. I, I still wanted to incorporate, I thought you were a great addition for this because it is a, you know, I know you love beer, but when I think of you, I think of, I think of spirits. You know? I understand. Um, so I thought Just because someone great, in the room knows how to make a great Manhattan, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you're like, my husband, now if you're going to bring it up, now I'm going to throw you under the river right here on the radio in front of all these people. My husband was learning how to make a drink. It was a Manhattan. He was like crushing a sugar cube with the ice. Like a sugar cube that has nothing to do with a Manhattan whatsoever. Uh, do you mean an old-fashioned? Yeah, yeah, it must have been that. Oh, okay, just some old person I will say, drink that nobody makes anymore. Is I will say Bartender Matt throws a Splenda. Bartender Matt throws a Splenda in his, his man Manhattans. Manhattans? I'm pretty sure. No. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I tell you. Does. I'm gonna go tomorrow night, and I'm gonna ask him to make me a Manhattan, and All then right. I'm gonna watch him make it. And if he puts a Splenda in it, I owe you a drink. I thought you were gonna say if he puts a Splenda in it, you're gonna climb over the bar. No, I would never do that to Matthew. He puts half one in, from what I heard. Matt's been on this podcast. Have you climbed before? over the bar? Are you? <laughs> no, I've never climbed over the bar. I have a lot of respect for. Matthew. I've been invited behind the bar. I got to pour drinks late at night. It was fun. Did you just pour your own drink over and over? No, well, you, like, I poured, poured it right. and then ran I poured out myself and a beer, it. which was great. And then while I was back there, some girls ordered a drink, and they were just—I was like, "I'm not a real bartender, but I will make you something." <laughs> I bet you nice. will. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a little roofie on the. I side. probably shouldn't mention that on radio. I kind of <laughs> wish that I could be a little guest bartender. That'd be fun. Yeah. I bet you could. You know people. 
I do. Make it happen, Pete. Dreams come true. The thing about being a guest bartender Make your wish. is you kind of need to have a following. That's true. Do you have a Philly following? I don't have a Philadelphia They're following. They're all in this no. room right now. That's true. But My we... Philly following's right here. Now, what is? could we create a following? I think Could we so. get like 50 people to show up if he was guest bartending? As long as it's not Whoa. like, say, a random Monday night. No, that would be better. Yeah, I think so. Because everybody always makes so many plans on the weekends. Also, they're not going to have a guest bartender on a Saturday night. Here's the thing. Gauntlet thrown. Let's do it. Let's go, Verlin. Make us a bar that we could have a guest bartender. No. All right. No. How many followers on the That's podcast? That's not his style. 10,000, give or take. Perfect. <laughs> Probably more so like keep giving. So out of 10,000 of you, we need 50 in Philadelphia. Well, I came up with the number 50. That might not be true. Maybe they need 500. Yeah, I think we could fill Jacks with 50 people. 50, I think so too. 50 on a Monday night would be a worthwhile... That's true, on a Monday night too. Yeah. Especially if it was like from 7 to 10 or something like that. Well, I've been thinking about doing that. Because like... you know, if it's 7 to 10, we'll be completely respectable and in bed by 10.45. <laughs> yeah, right. Advertising myself as a... Um, I'm sorry, I tried. As like a mercenary for hire bartender for like nice. weddings and any type of events and uh, fundraisers. Just a random night where a bar needs a bartender. Or a house party. Yeah. You sure. might as well, you should actually just uh, make those nice, well, maybe this is one of those things we do in the country, but you make like an 8 by 10 piece of paper, or sorry, 8 and a half by 11 piece of paper where you advertise what it is you're selling and then at the bottom it's little tabs with the phone numbers on them. And it should be like, oh, it's flu season. Your bartender's sick? Call Pete. He'll come out and help you out. <laughs> under call, under call one Pete. condition. <laughs> <laughs> he brings his own bitters. <laughs> you have available fresh lime juice, fresh lemon juice. Oh, so you're yeah, a like nice guest fresh... bartender. No, no, I'll bring my own stuff. I just want to make sure that that's there because right. the type of bartending that I would do is not necessarily going to You're not going to be like a dive bar bartender. Like... Well, he could be a dive bar bartender. Yeah, but, but he would so bring his own could stuff. a chimpanzee. No, no, no. I'm saying that you could do well in a dive bar because it's, it's kind of like having a magician at a party. It would be very much like that, yes. No, so, a masseuse. That's still the best party I've ever been to. All right, but that's not the same thing. Okay. You were, you had a very nice experience, and it was relaxing. This is kind of like, hey, I hear you like this beverage. I'm going to make you this instead. It's an elephant. Ah, made it out of balloons. <laughs> that... Also, you love this more. Yeah. <laughs> If you said to me, Shannon, I need a drink, and I give you an elephant made out of balloons, you'd be so pissed. The danger <laughs> of doing, I loved it more. The danger of doing something like that, though, is the volume. Because the one thing that I will attest to the dive bartender is they know how to deal with volume. Right. Like, mm -hmm. sure, they're just making rum and cokes, but they're making like 10,000 rum and cokes in a night. Right. Yeah. And if you can't handle that type and of And if you're behind the bar making your own coke by, you know, like yeah, yeah, grinding yeah, the yeah. sugar, it's going to be... Then it's, it's a little different. Yeah. But... Um, other than that, I think it would be a good choice. So I will, I will say that there's a little bit of a layered effect to this beer. Sorry to go back there real quick. But I you want to talk to about the, beer? You yeah. want to talk about what we're supposed to talk about? I'm sorry. No, I just had a sip of it, though. Oh, and I, I do feel like maybe the booze, the liquor, has settled closer to the bottom. Okay. I'm getting a little bit of a stronger gin flavor down towards the bottom there. I'm getting uh, a little bit like. more of a bitter flavor down towards the bottom. And whether or not that is... You're getting that, that Simcoe that you don't like? I, I'm not complaining about the flavor, actually. Um, but I'm just noticing a stronger bitter coming through. And it could just be the way the gin meshes with the IPA. I don't know. Possibly. All in all, the thing that's most interesting about these last two for me is that they look like beers and they somewhat even they smell, smell like, like beers. beers. And they taste like beers. But, but no, they don't really taste like beer. I feel like if we poured the first one for someone and didn't tell them that we put bourbon in it. Yeah. And said, hey, this is a barrel-aged pale ale. Joy. They'd be like, this is great. Can I have eight of these? No, you'll die. And even this, like, this tastes like a citrusy Simcoe, like a citrusy IPA. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know? like, I agree. I, I don't, I, if I didn't know there was gin in here, I'd be like, oh, this is reminiscent I, of this, gin, I possibly. think we've had beers that taste like this. Yeah. That super piney, citrusy, like, it's great beer. Oh, that's got I'm happy. You like hops. I do like You're hops. So easy. And I do like gin. I like everything that gets you drunk. <laughs> the fact that you caressed your face when he you did. said that. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. You were totally like a 50s face 
Like, oh my god, and you guys have totally inspired me too. Since our since the last podcast that we were on, yeah, I've been drinking so much more beer. Really? Like just beer's great. Well, because beer was my first love. You know that. Like I, I grew up drinking beer, 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 beer. <laughs> well, beer, the great beer, thing beer. about first loves is it's like the hair if on you your fall chest. in love with them, and then you realize that like you know this this probably is it's just too good to be true, and then yeah. and you take a step back. You go other but places. You, but then you see them again one day, and you're just like, no, I am still madly in love with that. So true. Which is the perfect segue so, to so the next beer. So, madly in love with that beer. I still always love Guinness. Exactly, which is a nice segue, actually. You're barely halfway through your Jinko, and you're calling on the Guinness? Well, I'm no, no, actually... No. What I'm I was going to do is take a hot second so. and... Reminisce. I wanted to give a shout out to the listener question that we got. I think it was episode 65 where Matt in his New Year's resolutions, speaking of those, um, had said that he was looking for a light beer. Different Matt. And uh, Matt listened to our podcast where we gave him advice on what we feel is, you know, suitable light beers. And the answer is none of them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so he listened to our, our advice, you know, take it or leave it. And the answer is he completely understood what we were getting at, chose not to take our advice. Well, that's right. He was giving up. I, I, I remembered kind of what you were saying. I kind of forgot the details, but he was giving up beer to like, to lose weight and feel yeah, better it was and the, stuff. Yeah, it and was the new year. He loves beer and he's realizing that the calories that beer puts Right, and we basically his- said drink better beer, not shitty beer for yes. less calories just drink fewer better beers so he wrote in and said thank you and what you make a very valid point this is what i've decided to do instead um he apparently loves la fin du monde so he's like when i go to the gym i treat myself to la fin du monde but if Can't i don't go on. to the gym uh, then i have to drink bud light no he's drinking <laughs> a beta light mm. with a sierra nevada pale ale chaser so that's, um, that I just wanted to sort of bring that full circle since we got the Matt question, the Matt feedback, and now we have heard from Matt to see where his life has taken him. Well, I, Matt, thank well, you. I've never had a beta light, have you? I've not. No. I've had a beta regular. I, Matt, between you, me, and the lamppost, the, and this is very surprising, I know, but it is uh, scientifically proven, the beer with the, the healthiest beer that you can drink with marginally the lowest calorie intake is, in fact, Guinness. We told him all yeah, that. Yeah, we talked oh, about that. That okay. was all our advice was to him. All, all, yeah. all already covered. He loves Guinness, actually. He gave me, like, a three-paragraph soliloquy. And can you do that in email? I don't know. I mean, wow. Speaking of the devil. Uh, now who's segueing over there, Mr. Cocktail Pete? I don't know. There were two empty glasses. <laughs> I just got. I just get excited when you open a Guinness in front of me like that. Oh, I miss I gotta Guinness. Admit, I Guinness love Guinness. Guinness is not something I normally drink from a can, and normally as I long wouldn't as you be doing. you pour it right, we'll be fine. Well, it's hard to pour it right because I'm splitting it up too. <sighs> I know. Pour it right. Can I have the bottom You're of the Irish. can then? Oh, I'm sorry. I'd love that we're all enraptured as he pours <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we're not even paying attention. No, to the we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Are there words Sorry, listeners. No, I love. You Guinness. shut up and listen to me. Pour. Just listen to the pour right now. There That's really what's important here. Little important. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're like not even one of our punsters. We have punsters. I'm that... pretty sure he's definitely one of the punsters. Maybe we need to hang out more. I'm I pretty love punny. a bad pun. I'm pretty oh, punny. I am such a yeah. schmuck for a bad pun. I'm punographic. You're fired. Groaner. <laughs> groaner foul right there. It just happened. You can cut that. We will. No. You just need to wallow in that, I think. I love it. Not only are we I not going to cut Keep it, it, we're going to send it to all of your friends. Do it. Send it to everybody. I don't care. Send it to the whole wide world. I said punographic. And I thought it was funny. In fact, I thought it was punny. <laughs> you, have, you have silence. created the awkward silence. Wow. We always have something to say, but That's you have amazing. just... I just didn't want to say anything. Hey, you know what? Anything to shut Ian up. You really. didn't want to encourage him? Is that it? <laughs> Any, anyway. You can't reward bad behavior. <laughs> so a friend sent me 
<laughs> a friend sent me a video today, okay, and I so never cool. click on these things. I just don't have the time to sit around idly and watch videos. I yes, know I'm so busy. Ter- no, it's for uh. like... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a friend sent me a video, and it was done in that style of... You know, like the long commercial. Almost like a Cialis commercial. Yes, exactly. What it reminded me of. Like, oh, you're depressed? This is, here's this sad little balloon. Cialis is not for What is that for? Erectile dysfunction. Really? Is it blue? No, that's Viagra. Uh, (laughs) The fact that you know all this is fantastic. Well, it's called the little blue pill. Okay. What? Do you not know this? Take the blue pill. I thought Cialis (laughs) was for anyway. I thought it was but it was You're done in that style. Yeah. No, because yeah. Cialis always ends with those two old people like holding hands in a tub, and they're like, "Yeah, we just did that shit." <laughs> and then we got That's private true. tubs. Yeah. <laughs> it's on like a hill. we needed Cialis like, to get it on, and from? then we needed the one for like arthritic joints. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was done in that style, but it was uh, it was called "Don't Have Kids." Yeah. And it was, it was hilarious. Really, really funny. It was just basically saying like, "Oh, did you want a cure for all the depression that is people around you are suffering through?" And it's like these two folks sitting on a couch, just being like, you know, kind of girl holding hands, and then it pans out, and there's like a table full of like birth announcement, baby, ah, you know, meet seek, meet so and so, and they're just like, "Oh, we don't think we really want to meet any of these little bastards." Did you want to keep sleeping through the night? Then don't have kids. Like, right. was... Sorry, Sean. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sean does not sleep ever. Sean, I think Sean sleeps less than I do, which is a great feat because I don't sleep a lot. And Sean apparently sleeps a lot less than I do. I do love reading his statuses, though. They're delightful. No. Mostly because they make me laugh. Delightful is exactly not what they are. No, they're delightful because I just go... <laughs> So at the very end, after they get through all these very happy things, they're like, oh, you wanted to go on an impromptu vacation? That's amazing. Don't have kids. Uh, so you get all the way to the end, and they're like, side effects of not having kids include the termination of your family lineage. Like, all of this amazing stuff. Not having anything to talk about with your friends over 30. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is at the very end, they're like, and if none of this works for you, Try getting a dog. And then you see them d- like both just standing outside holding a leash, like waiting for the dog to take a crap. And they're just like, <laughs> like this is no fun either. We got a dog. <laughs> Anyhow. It was good Sorry. Times. That was my rant. No, it's okay. The Book of Beer Awesomeness. I like that. So, that was not we opened a Guinness, as we have uh, indicated several times over. I have to say that there is nothing in the world that just... Tickles my fancy, like the head on a Guinness. It's delightful. <laughs> what you said to me? It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those constants in your life. Yeah. Leave uh, that on the table, sir. Let's find out. Yeah, I think we all might need a little bit more. So, I, you told the story a long, long time ago, but refresh our memory. Back when I was just a wee young drinker. <laughs> not uh, quite legal, but not any college. Drinking at a place where I may or may not have been 21 years of age, but I probably <sighs> was. I've got identification to prove it, photos to prove otherwise. and He uh, had the beard to fake it, is what it comes back and to. And the acting background. Right. So I used to hang out at a bar in a city uh, that was great, and they actually served delicious Guinness. Like, it's, I would say Guinness is one of the harder things to find a good one of, which is why I'm so... Hesitant to pour it from a can or, you know, from a bottle or anything like that. I love to get it on tap on a great draft line that has it at the proper temperature and knows that they have it at the proper temperature. When I get so ice crystals in the head of my yeah, Guinness, I am so cranky. <clears throat> well, and I was talking with a bar owner the other day, and he said, look. That might have sounded pretentious. I'm no, sorry that, about No, that. It, I feel the same way. When I order a Guinness, if I order a Guinness and it, they, like, give it to me right away, I'm like, you, you messed Right. Me if up. I order a Guinness You're and you gave worst. it to me in a minute and a half, there's something wrong with nope. it. Nope. Um, but I was talking with the bar owner that I know, and he's like, look, I have Guinness. I know I'm not serving it correctly, but to serve it correctly, I need to build a second refrigerator just to keep my Guinness in, which is expensive. And is it really worth it? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes and no. To those of us that care about our Guinness. To those that care, yes. We're not going to drink Guinness at your establishment. The fact that you're still going through kegs and kegs and kegs of it says that it really doesn't matter. Because we'll drink something else at your establishment. We will. And he's actually, I've been to his bar. He's got a great beer list. Um, but yeah, so I love to drink Guinness, and uh, 
Might have done so for... I might have done so. Sometimes, I think my record was 13 in a row, which, you know, it's not a high ABV. I would like I to point to out that listener Matt <clears throat> also said there's no freaking way that you had six and a half huge German beard steins of... Listen to Matt. Fly me to Germany. <laughs> meet me at the Hofbrau house. And I will drink them again. I told him that we didn't discuss. <laughs> we didn't discuss. Challenge accepted. How long that happened over? Well, I didn't like chug. I mean, I was like, well, maybe he had six and a half over twelve hours. No, it was over like three hours. Your bladder must hate. That's you. fair. But it was like liters. Yeah, I'm with you, but yeah. that's still fair. That's a liter every half hour. That's not bad. Yeah. Standard, I would say. My stomach. That's a half hour of time. And all we want to do as people is drink. Like, all we're focused on is that liter. So in 30 minutes, all I'm thinking about is drink the liter, drink the liter, drink the liter, drink the liter. No, I have a great conversation. I was smoking cigars. I was eating soft pretzels. Sure, I know. But I was drinking the whole time, too. Okay, fine. No, soft pretzels, done. That makes sense. Yeah, they were salty. I had a drink. And they were carbs? They were absorbing it all? bigger than my face, too. They were huge. Anyway, Boston Guinness. I'm sorry. I just needed to bring that back. Yes. Uh, So anyhow, I drank and drank and drank Guinness. Uh, Every waitress, bartender there knew knew who I was, shockingly. They knew what I liked to drink, shockingly. And this was probably the invention of the bring me whatever. You can't go wrong. I want to drink something new. So I did that one time with this girl, Allie. It was lovely. Wow. What? And And then he ordered a drink from her, too. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> she's the one that made me the homemade Baileys. Oh, nice. I love Ooh. homemade Baileys. It was delicious. Uh, anyhow, so she brings me back a pint of Guinness. And I was like, great. I asked for something. I asked for a surprise. I'm a little surprised because it's exactly what I've been drinking all night. Uh, also, you know, it's a safe bet. No problem. I love Guinness. Great. Women who she are walks safe away. are not a bad thing. She walks away and I take a sip of it. And I was just like, what the what? This is not just Guinness. And she comes back and she's like, so how's your Guinness? And I was just like, what did you do? She's like, ah, just a little vanilla vodka in there. And I was like, that is magic. So every once in a while, I would drink that. And then I introduced it to some friends of mine in Philadelphia. And we were going to order it at a bar. And we're like, what do we even call it? We're like, we're going to call it Boston-style Guinness. Which is only more awesome because you're Boston. Ian Boston McCafferty, right? Yes. Boom. Boston-style Guinness, yeah. So we're trying to make that like a real thing now. Could you tap me up there a little bit, sir? A little vanilla. You want a little more, I just a little want a little vanilla. extra vanilla. It's quite lovely. It is the perfect dessert, if I can say. Thank you. So it's, uh, we went into bars and we started ordering them. And uh, we hope that it kind of catches on. And we hope that one day you can go into any old bar and order a Boston-style well, Guinness. And, and get this. nowadays, vanilla vodka is not <laughs> uncommon, no. right? So it's not like you're going in and asking for something super, you know... I have seen cilantro vodka. I am sure I know how you feel about that. Yeah, screw that. Actually, I saw it at a bar, uh, Victoria, and uh, I asked... Oh, Julia. But but hold on, time out. Cilantro vodka, lime juice, simple, um, curacao, muddled jalapeno... I feel like this is a nice drink waiting for I you. Love, what if you just I don't love like cilantro. cilantro. If you don't like cilantro, don't drink cilantro. If you vodka. don't like cilantro, like drink it. Because vodka doesn't <laughs> taste like anything. Like vodka is a pointless liquor, in my opinion. But I'm seeing. For so I had it in the summer. You know, it makes sense. It's a, a more like fresh, vibrant flavor. And when I saw it as the only person in the room who ever seems to freaking love cilantro, I said to the I said to the waiter, "Okay, I see this. What do you make with that?" You know, because I can't invent yeah. a cocktail off the top of my head that's like, oh, yeah, go make me X with that. Right. And he goes, oh, that's one of our featured martinis this month. And, you know, I was like, great. I don't care what's in it. Just bring me that. Bring me that. Because I really, really wanted to try it. I understand that you're not going to go into any old bar and say, oh, I want this with cilantro How vodka. Was it? I thought it was quite lovely, but I didn't think there was a lot of cilantro flavor. Mm. And it could just be that's. Well, if I say cilantro is mild and vodka is strong, you won't believe me. But um, I don't know. It was very nice. It was a good, refreshing summer cocktail. But there was nothing about it that said to me. And maybe it's because I like cilantro so much. I'll have a cilantro salad. Like yeah. that'll be my lettuce. <laughs> no. you okay? Wow, you go that far, huh? Oh, I love cilantro. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm I'm on the cilantro train. I just don't think I'm the conductor. 
Well, what it is is I'm really frugal. So if I bought cilantro to make something and then I have leftover cilantro, I'm not going to let it go bad. Oh, You're just going to eat a salad. I'm going to. I And it'll be like, oh, look, arugula cilantro or my two base greens today. What else can I do to throw in there? Like, whatever. Well, yeah. So what I'm just saying that compared to, say, cilantro vodka, vanilla vodka is much, much more, more common. If you like this, which I think, I don't know, listeners... This is something you could all do at home. I agree. I think this is a nice... You don't have to get blue coat, per se. You could make a gin co with any old gin if you wanted, but go get some Well, and blue vodka. coat isn't... It's not the Pappy Van Winkle of gins. It's just... No. But apparently it can be hard to come by. It can by be hard to come by. Yeah, are. but get a decent gin. You know, don't get... Bombay Sapphire yeah, is... Yeah, it'd be great. Is, is, uh, I think the, that's actually the what we used in the one that I had. The average equivalent to a blue coat. <laughs> blue and coats, I think that's what... I'm pretty sure that's what I had in the first one that I had. So this similar is nice to, to me Sapphire. because we had two like ales, like hoppier ales first. Yeah, which this is wonderful. Each in their own way. We're it's very a great nice. little like wind down. This and it was my last drink of the night when I first super had Super comforting. It's I mean, well, because it's you got just that, hugged your glass. I did hug my glass. You hugged just like you caressed your face earlier. Though, <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, right? I, Come on now. Look, it's Judgy so over no, there. No, no, no. I was loving the no. glass hug. I'm loving on it. Like it's not judging. It's loving. Ian, you're the you're the last one. Do something awkward, quick. But I'm that's completely well. Awkward. You you well that's okay. You <laughs> went there. You went there for all of you. You didn't hey, see it, guys, but we did. Whatever you just imagined was exactly what just happened. Yeah, it's, it's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> I feel good now. He I'm, sure does. <laughs> wow, I'm just gonna. Stand over here in the corner until you're done. You're not standing. We've already if, established if, it. If, if ever a podcast digressed, <laughs> like this uh, is the one. Well, I think if always a podcast digressed. I have to admit that I knew that the lineup of today's podcast did not exactly lend itself to responsible behavior or maybe driving yourself home. Yeah, I agree. I, definitely beer Beer focused, beer centric, beer friendly. The, again, they're not cocktails. They're very beer centric beverages. And realizing that Pete loves gin and Ian loves Guinness. What was and your favorite bourbon. one? You know, I always, oh, yeah, I always ask that. Oh, favorite one. I gotta go last. Oh, you're like the the person at the table before ordering I'm that the has. You need the time to think about it. So Shannon, I guess that makes you go first. Actually, I like the Guinness the best. I, I'm torn, believe it or not. Between the uh, the Jinko? No. No, you like the Boilermaker. Yeah. I like the Boilermaker. Really as did. much as my uh. stomach was flip-flopping watching you make it, I like bourbon and that nice aged warmth oh, that yeah. comes with it. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a very... I think I could have them both in a sitting for different reasons. You know, I could have the Boilermaker. But you didn't like the Jinko? Or you just liked it least? I liked it least. It okay. was... They were all very nice, which... How often do we have a podcast where all three of them are things that we still want to keep talking well, about? Well, I got to say, I think it helps that we picked three solid beers. I agree. So... You and know, you normally, don't have Normally, we're liquor. doing podcasts where we're like, hey... We haven't had these beers before, you know, new company, new style of beer, whatever, blah, blah. We don't know what we're getting into. Right. These are three beers that we know pretty you, well. And you trust. You know, Sierra Nevada always puts out a solid product. I prefer their Torpedo, but that's because I love hops. But their Pale Ale is basically a, a huge IPA. Yeah. You know, it's a great solid Pale Ale with some great hop character. Guinness, we all know and love. And Weyerbacher, we've been talking about for, you know, two years now. How and it'll never we, go away. Yeah, never. we'll never stop talking it's about so good. You know? Well, I think part of it is that the Boston-style Guinness has the body of a Guinness and a lot of the, like, familiar texture flavor things that we all love about a Guinness. But then it just sort of takes the flavor up a notch. And it, it adds a dynamic that just, it's nice. Well, I've also had Guinness with a scoop of vanilla ice cream, which basically serves the same purpose, uh, just with less booze. I'm an ice cream idiot. I would just But melt. like a nice vanilla bean <laughs> ice cream. Oh, punster. I would just melt. Well punned. Thank you. Yeah. You guys are all the worst. <laughs> that was some good pornography. <laughs> That's not going to catch on. No. <laughs> not like a Boston-style Guinness. <laughs> oh, anyway. Pete, your favorite? Ooh, you know what? 
given the weather, given the cold and the snow and the BS that we've been dealing with in the Northeast. Oh, I'm wearing my sexy Uggs right now. It's happening. Not a I'm, word. I'm no, gonna, <laughs> you're right. It's not a phrase at all. I'm going to support Shannon and, and go with the, the Guinness selection. However, I'm also going to pick up a six pack of Simcoe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm also, I'm also going to follow that Get up with the fact that. Get a case of Simcoe. With any. If it was a different type of weather, like the, the double Jinko definitely would fit my mood in a lot of other different settings. But in this moment, in this moment in time with you folks here today, I have to choose the Guinness with the vanilla vodka because it's just warming my spirit and making me feel like it's not so cold outside and that's just making His me happy. His heart grew like a hug. 10 yeah. sizes it's that It's like day. I'd serve this to the Grinch and the Grinch's heart would grow more than what it grew in the story. <laughs> he doesn't remember right you now. You sound drunk history drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do. We should so do drunk history drunk Dr. Seuss. That would be That so would be awesome. awesome. Oh, man. So just... tell the story about the Lorax. All right. The Lorax. Yo, do you know why? He lived trees. trees and stuff. And this guy with I... a slinky arm came out and was like grabbing the cheese. <laughs> and like ripping the them out of the ground. I got to be honest, Pete. <laughs> I've seen you not even drunk. Not be able to get words out. I would love to see drunk you say like star-bellied sneech over and over and over star-bellied again. Star-bellied sneech. I just don't think that that would, um, after 30 seconds, I'd be laughing so hard that, yeah. Also, it's been a good laugh day. It's Speaking been a of being drunk, day. you all remember the scorpion bowl I made you when you came up to 2019? Yes. We made Robin that's... represented by a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. A non We made another scorpion bowl this, this time. I, I, saw, I saw a post the about photos. that. And it was my personal Scorpion Bowl with Smith & Cross rum, which is a very, like, funky-style rum. It's it's pot-stilled. It's, like, super... Pot, like, marijuana? No, 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 no. Oh, that's what I thought. Like, 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 a, like a pot. Like, like a, a clay like, pot that not, some not, woman I, made with her feet? Or it's something? not clay. It's copper, okay. usually. Like, like a, it's pot-stilled versus, like, a big iron yeah. still. Oh, okay. And um, it's just got this funky flavor. It's really... Interesting. See, funky flavor. A woman made it with her feet. It made sense in my head. Yeah, sure it did. Go on. People were just like, "What is that? Like, it's on fire. This is so cool." How and far into the evening did this happen? Oh, this happened late. This was like it's always like the closing beverage, and then it like really you make is. a couple more, which yeah. doesn't make sense because it's so <laughs> intense. It's so intense. It's, it's like not camping. like a nightcap. Well, it's here's like... the thing: is you're never going to start a party with everybody and be like, "Here's a big." bucket of booze everyone grab a straw everyone's like no that's a terrible idea yeah we just got here yep but you can totally end an evening by being like here's a big bucket of booze grab a straw <laughs> and everyone's like, like oh right. so when we did i don't even understand why it was called this but when i worked at the i hope there's a really simple and obvious explanation to why it's called this and i hope i know it so i can just rub it in your face. pennsylvania ren fair we always go on a four-day <laughs> uh, beach trip beach trip Yes, uh, but it's after... I think I call that because you go to the beach. Correct. That's not what I'm talking about. Hang on, sir. Um, it's like four days at the beach, and day number three, we would go on a pub crawl. But it's mm. after the beach it's season. It's a pub crawl because you go from one <laughs> pub to another, and by the end, you're crawling to the next Are pub. Are you done? That's why I'm it's done. called that. Okay. For the record, they ended at a Burger King, and I did not go Burger in. King. The king of burgers. <laughs> like, they make burgers for you to eat, so they're and the they king of those burgers. And they give you fake crowns. Can we talk real crowns. quick about the Burger King commercials with the king? Like, wake up with the king? That was my favorite ever of... Do you not remember this? It was, like, just some dude sleeping in his bed, and it was, like, very well-lit, like, commercial. It was, like, that happy, bright yeah, color. yeah, yeah. And he rolls over, and there's just this dude in this, like, enormous, like, king, <laughs> king like, outfit. Cap, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. And he's yes. just there, like, holding a tray, and he's always smiling. And yeah. It's just like, and the guy was like, what are you doing here? And it's like, wake up with the king. And he's just like, yeah, breakfast sandwich. <laughs> so Speaking good. of commercials, how did you guys feel about the Super Bowl commercials? I yes, no? I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I still I have to, to catch Negative? up on them. Negative? Nope. I do want to see that one that was um, the Newcastle Brown one with, uh, what's her name, from Pitch Perfect and other... Delightful films like Anna Kendrick, yeah. Uh, she is delightful. I think she is... Uh, is she the brunette? The petite brunette? Uh, she's fairly petite. She's a brunette. Okay. 
And like the whole thing is she's like, I never thought of myself as like beer commercial hot. I mean, I'm totally hot, but I'm like hottest girl in your improv class. <laughs> Not really like beer commercial hot, but still. Uh, well, now she's beer commercial hot. She so is beer commercial hot. But I hate brown ales, especially nut brown ales. Yeah, well, you might change your mind Don't about hate on nut brown ales. Don't hate on the nut brown. Remember how we went back to... Finish your mind. story. Let me finish my story. God, it's such a so, divergent time every time you We were on Burger King. We... So they called it King. the Taylor Tut Future Memorial Pub Crawl. Because hmm. we did it on his birthday every year. But he was only like 27. So there was no reason. <laughs> I was like, why we were talking about his future memorial when he's 27? I have no idea. But anyway. Oh, it's probably because he's going to die of being an alcoholic. Uh, and every year. Not. He was, um, oh, what's it called? Narcoleptic. Oh, then he's he going to die in a car He was a narcoleptic jouster because nothing is more amazing than a guy falling asleep on the back of a horse. He's he totally was... going to die in a joust then. <laughs> anyway. And you're all going to go drinking because that's when he would like, that's what he would have wanted. So, like... Wow. <laughs> he needs to get a job at Medieval Times. My stories do not... No, he spent two years in China. I went to school with a guy that worked at Medieval Times and then was on the jousting show. American Jouster or whatever American, No, it wasn't no. called American Jouster. A friend of mine has a documentary available American on Amazon enjoyed. called American no, Jouster. No, it, was, it was like a whole... They, they started jousting again, basically. Anyway... Uh, uh, full bar number full metal four, something or something earlier. Full metal jouster. I'm pretty sure that might be closer called. to yeah. it. Yeah. Full metal jouster. I don't Just think it's that. Just say the words either. and say, "Oh, Shannon, you're right." No, I don't think you Try are that. right though. <laughs> Try I'm pretty it sure you're not. Direction. It's not full metal jouster. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> you know what? For you... the sake of the podcast, we'll say you're right. Go on. I'll you take it. it. Not me. I'll take it. Anyway, pub number four had like. Here's the problem with going at the end of the season. They're like, oh, we have two kegs left, three bottles of wine, and whatever we can dump into this bucket. Sweet. Are you pub crawling around the Ren Fair? Uh-uh. Oh, you mean the end of the, beach, the beach season? Okay. Yes. So the beach like, season that's basically. That's not a very big crawl. It's like three <laughs> bars within a mile. No. So. You guys are the worst. The beach season ends like at the Which end of so August, early September. Three bars for a lot of people. They're like, we did a pub crawl. It was huge. Like, that was crazy. <laughs> Ian's like, three bars in a mile? That's not a pub crawl. I'm okay, sorry. Three we're not bars. running the 50 meter here, all right? <laughs> Three bars is like a do typical a evening. Pub crawl. There's got to be at least 12 least, on there. Yeah, not, at least usually 10 to 12. 10 or more. Yeah. In my world for a pub crawl. Which is a lot of drinks, I'll be honest. Like, that's a long that's day. 10 drinks, yeah, it's a lot. There's just something amazing yeah. about having Only someone say, right. look, we are closing next week and we need to get rid of everything before we close. It's all half price. So for $10, we will fill this bucket. <laughs> we don't know what's going to be in this bucket. But we'll fill it. Are you game? And of course we're cheap actors and we're all like, uh, yep. how long is your straw? Bring it. That it like, is... <laughs> Assuming you're not filling it with water or juice. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I nothing gives so me a hangover pictures. like juice. <laughs> oh my God. Tell when me I was like... in college, we tried to have this. It was incredible. We had this like. One of the people in our You told cast, us about this. This yes. was the last podcast. No, it wasn't. No? No. When I was in college... Impressed Are you me, sure? Yeah, I'm positive. You had, a, you had a sober cast party, and you just drank a, like a shit ton of juice. That's correct. And you all felt awful. You yeah. felt more hungover that than That wasn't on the last podcast, was it? I've heard this story recently. You sure did. But yeah, I don't think it was put it. on a I'm podcast. I'm sorry, I just ruined it. You, you ruined ruin so many stories. That has been your MO today, I'm pretty sure. Well, what Ian said. <laughs> I could have sworn you told this story <laughs> on the last podcast. Not on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when we have three right, beers. We're out of time anyhow. We don't have time for one of your long stories. Nope. You know what? I didn't want we to tell a long story anyway. I know you didn't want to tell I didn't want to tell it anyway. Pete. Don't drink juice. It's bad for you. I'm going to make an old-fashioned. I mean a Manhattan. <laughs> Which I mean one is it, Pete? Do you have sugar cubes? No. I don't know what's going on. But we have Splenda. Enjoy. I have, I have coconut... Something yeah, we're going to use that. I'm going to make it old-fashioned with that. Do you have good ice cubes? No. No, no we don't have Why any don't you have cubes. Tavolo where, ice cubes? Why would I, where, You're Ian Boston McCafferty. Guys, guys, girly fight is happening right <laughs> now. We are signing off because no more. I am on Twitter at Beer Mistress, and I am not petty and girly. That's a big Twitter handle. <laughs>
Do you have There's a Twitter? so many places I could go with that. No. I am not on Twitter. I'm Cocktail Pete, and I'll be back soon. Thank you, Pete. Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue and always at DashingRogue.com. Pete, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. Sorry Aww. that Ian got a little petty there toward the end. Sorry that we all got real drunk and couldn't direct <laughs> this in any reasonable way. I, <laughs> we hope you all liked it anyhow. <laughs> I would like to apologize because for the first 40 minutes, I was really impressed with the fact that I felt like we were doing a good job of staying directed. And yeah. then it just derailed. It derailed. Apparently the Guinness with the vanilla vodka Guys, just derailed me. The moral of this podcast is that mixing alcohol... With alcohol beer. is great. Yeah, that's true. When so we, you, should, you this... should all do it. If you also have recipes of such things as this, yeah, post them. <laughs> to Let us know. Peter We'd love to know more about at it. Facebook because no. I want it. I want to know. But I'm not usually the sober kid in a crowd, but nope. you guys we're never yeah. the sober hey, kid. you know what? You're usually like the sober kid. We're gonna go make Manhattan's now. Yep, it's Old happening. Gosh, dang it. Call all right. <laughs> Until next time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The prof. And Cocktail Pete.